He went away sad, for he had many possessions. This gospel today, it tells us, I think, a tragic story of this young man who was really excited about faith, and he hears about Jesus, and he's eager to meet him. He runs up to him, and he kneels before him and says, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, well, how about the commandments? And he says, yeah, I've been doing those since I was a kid. And then it says, Jesus looked on him with love and said, there's one more thing for you to do. Sell what you have, give it to the poor, then come and follow me. And his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked on him with love. And he could see there was just one thing holding him back. He was attached to things, to wealth, to possessions. And that got in the way of his following Jesus. For this man, it was those things. They had become an idol for him. And there's an irony there, isn't it, that Here he is trying to follow the Ten Commandments, and he misses the very first one. The first one is, I am the Lord your God, you shall not serve other gods. And when our money or our possessions becomes the most important, gets in the way, then we've kind of lost everything. And that's true whether it's money or possessions or even other good things. Like people think, well, family, that's the most important thing. Yeah, family's wonderful. But if you put it in place of God, you get in trouble. Sports, people love to watch sports, participate in sports. If that interferes with God, yeah, you've lost something there. That's where it's good to see you here this morning. Your decision to come here to Mass is a way of... of signifying God is first in my life. I want to put coming to church, giving worship to God before all else. And then once I've done that, and I can put God in the right place, first place, everything else can fall into line. And then Jesus says, how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were amazed at this. The disciples figured Hey, if you got money, that's a sign that God's blessing you. God must really love you because you're doing well. So welcome Jesus saying it's going to be hard for them to enter the kingdom of God. Well, Jesus goes on to say, it's easier for a camel to enter, pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Now you think about it, a camel was about the largest animal they knew. You've seen a camel, it's big. Eye of a needle, that's about the smallest opening they could imagine. How are you going to try to put that camel through that needle? Doesn't work, does it? And then they're really amazed. If the rich can't get into heaven, who could? And Jesus says, for human beings it's impossible, but not for God. All things are possible for God. If we try to make it on our own, we're not going to make it. Uh, and, and I think Jesus, the point about wealth, I always think about, uh, I saw a cartoon, and it was a picture of this guy, and he's saying, 
I am a self-made man. I worship my maker. Think about that, okay? It's so easy when we have things to assume that it's all about us, that I'm in control. I, and uh, Jesus has a different image. What Jesus says to his disciples is, he says, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. He uses the word, calls them children. Where else have we heard Jesus speak about children? Well, I'm hoping you remember last Sunday, okay? Last Sunday in the gospel, right before this one, Jesus speaks about the disciples. There were people trying to bring their kids to Jesus, and the disciples said, nah, don't bother Jesus with the kids. Jesus said, hey, bring them to me. And then Jesus says, amen, I say to you, whoever does not accept the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it. Children know that they depend on their parents for everything. I mean, the kids that are here, what if you're, I mean, you depend on your parents to get home, don't you? And if I'm assuming when you get home, you're going to have something to eat. Is that mom and dad going to give you something to eat? Yeah, sure. Kids know that. It's us as adults, sometimes we forget that we think we got, we're in charge. We got to be a learn from the kids. Realize we depend on God for everything. Every breath of air we take, everything we have comes from the Lord. And so we gather to give thanks to God. And every Mass, we have that opportunity to give God thanks and praise. Now, I invited anybody in first grade to come to Mass this morning. And if you are in first grade, if you'd like to come forward, there's something I want to show you. So any first graders, if you want, you don't have to, but any first graders that want to come up, come on up. All right. Do you see what's in this jar? What do you think's in there? Any guesses? Oil, you're exactly right. It's oil, and where this oil comes from, and this may surprise you, it comes from olives. Do you know what olives look like? There's like black olives and green olives. You like olives? Do you? Sometimes, when I was your age, I didn't like olives. I like them now, okay? But you can make oil out of olive oils, so that's what's in here, all right? You see how this is a bunch of oil here, and there's a little bit of oil there. What I'm going to do in a few minutes, I'm going to invite some people forward, and I'm going to put that oil on their forehead and on the palms of their hands. And you know why I'm going to do that? I'm going to, it's a way of praying for them. The people that are going to come forward are people that are they're hurting in some way, that maybe, they're, maybe they have an illness or maybe they're going to be having surgery, or maybe they just feel old, the infirmities of old age, we call it, all right? So I'm going to invite them forward. Now, this isn't just any old olive oil. I use a lot of olive oil when I cook. This has not come from my kitchen. This came from the cathedral. That's like the main church, okay? And on Holy Thursday, Bishop Boyer asked the Holy Spirit to bless this oil, and then he gave it to everybody in all the parishes. He, he, every parish got some to take home. 
And so that's what I'm going to do with these oil, is I'm going to bless the people that are sick to pray for their healing. Do you know anybody who's sick? Do you know anybody who's feeling old? Yeah? Uh, Your sister, okay. Do you know somebody? Okay, your great-grandma, so she, she, and she can't live on her own, so she's got somebody to help take care of her then. Yep, yep. You know anybody? Yeah, okay. Well, whoever you, you know that is sick, it's, this is a good day to pray for them. And when you see the people coming up here to get anointed by me, even if you don't know them, can you say a prayer for them too? Good, good. Now, olive trees, do you, you got any olive trees in your yard? Nope. I don't either. I don't think they grow here, okay? But a place that they do grow is in the Holy Land and right by Jerusalem. And there is a place there. It's called the Mount of Olives. And I'm guessing they call it there because there's a lot of olive trees there, all right? That's the place Jesus came to when he found out that he was going to die, that they were going to kill him and put him up on the cross, so he went to a place called the, the Mount of Gar Olives and the Garden of Gethsemane. And you can go there today, and there's still these really old olive trees. Some people think they go back to the time of Jesus. So when I'm anointing these people with the olive oil, I'm going to be thinking about Jesus as he faced his own suffering and death. And I'm going to pray that each of the people here, and all of us, if we are hurting in any way, if we're worried about dying, that we can know Jesus is with us. Jesus knows what that's like, okay? So that's one thing this olive oil is going to remind me of. The other thing is, I called it the Mount of Olives, right? You ever see a mountain that kind of as a high point? If you go up to the top of a mountain, you can see? Well, that's true. Okay, you can. You go to the top of a mountain, you can see a long ways, and people have thought of the Mount of Olives as the place, you know, Jesus, after he died, he rose from the dead, right? And then we say he ascended into heaven. He went up to be with God. And at the Mount of Olives, that's where our tradition is, Jesus ascended into heaven. So when I anoint people with oil, I'm also going to be thinking for them that, you know what, at some point, our suffering and comes to an end. Either we get better here on this earth, or God will restore us to full life in the resurrection, in the life to come. And so this oil also reminds us of that. Okay. Well, thank you for coming up. Now, last week, when the kindergartners came up, I gave them all an ornament, a Christmas tree ornament, all right? I'm not going to give you one now, but I'm going to tell you something. When you leave church, there's a whole table of them back there. And you can ask your families, Mom and Dad, can I take this ornament home for our family? Okay? Good. All right. We'll see you. Thanks for coming up. All right.